Glad you could join us. Welcome to the Young Culture Podcast, a space where young adults from all backgrounds and experiences share their ideas and opinions. Hope you enjoy this episode and get inspired to show others what you're passionate about. So I am so excited today because this is the first episode of season three. And for my first guest, I have Garika with me, and I'm so excited to talk to her today about a really cool subject. So Garika, why don't you say hey and introduce yourself? Hey guys, my name is Garika. I'm based out of Vancouver, BC, and today it's all about skin. I'm going to take over Vanita. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this because, I mean, I'll be honest, my skincare was pretty like subpar but then COVID came around and then things slowed down so I like I feel like I started paying attention to it more and like I know a lot of people things that they were neglecting they put more time into it so like yeah having all this time off I think I've been watching a lot of like skincare stuff and like introducing more stuff into my skincare routine so I'm really excited today to pick your brain a bit and like also, side note, Garika is awesome. I feel like I message you all the time and I'm like, hey, like, is this good? Or like, how do you do this? And you're so nice and you always respond. So well, Garika, <laughs> you are an awesome skincare specialist. So I want to know first, like, what made you passionate about skin? Yeah, so just growing up, I, I mean, there's probably a lot of people had their own skin issues, but I, mine was more about the scarring I would get. So anytime I'd fall, like in sports or like, I would get like um, a blemish or something, the pigmentation would stay and it would be so hard trying to remove it. Mm-hmm. And then I remember just like Googling things online just to kind of how to lighten your pigment or how to lighten your scars. At that point, I didn't know what pigment was. I was probably like 14. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, lightening up the scars was like my my goal. And I, I tried every type of like home care, DUI, uh, my mom's Indian, so like Ayurvedic medicine is huge, and she would always tell me like to use certain types of ingredients, and just going with the ingredients like that always played a huge part in my life. Just trying to see like what it does to the skin, if it's good for it, if it's not, if it's clean, if it's like synthetic, and then growing up, you just get exposed to so many different types of products. So then you're thinking like, okay, if I were to use this product, it says it's going to lighten up my scars, but is it? So you use that product, you go through the ingredients, you pick apart what it's supposed to do, what the ingredients are used for. Um, and I don't know, it's kind of like, almost like a science project. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, so I mean, the skin's cellular turnover rate is every 20 to 30 days. So it's always a waiting game. Hmm. So that was the tough part of it, but it was so worth it in the end. That is so cool. And like thinking about me... And I I still, I feel like I still have trauma about this to this day, are those freaking oxy pads. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> those give me like honesty, honestly, like PTSD feels. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I remember like just getting so excited buying those like value packs at London Drugs, like the box sets and just like coming home and using like multiple of these like pads and like the super drying cleanser I know I remember my skin was burning and I'm like yes it's working great (laughs) it was a lot because the branding of that was just phenomenal like it was great but if you look at it now you're like holy crap I was stripping all my oils and I'm now asking to age a lot faster (laughs) at like age of 15 hundred percent so what uh what do you enjoy about skincare yeah so uh, that's a good question but it, it could honestly be 
from products to treatments. So what do you want to know? Oh, oh, that's such a good point. There's so many dimensions to this. I guess, I guess in terms of your career, like what part of skincare do you like uh, doing most? Like, do you like the teaching part? Are there certain aspects that you like doing on people or? Yeah. So I personally love, like, I love giving facials. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, to me, it's therapeutic. It's also very rewarding. Yes. And just seeing the face that you've worked on, it's, it's kind of artistic in a way, but then it's also creative because you do have to think about what kind of ingredients they're using prior to coming in, what they've used, what they're sensitive to, how their skin is, what it reacts to. And then you have to think, okay, if I were to do A, B, and C on their skin, is that going to react with what they already use or what should they take out? So it's, it's, there's a lot to it, but it makes it so interesting every single day. Like I feel like my job every day is a new day and it keeps me kind of going. And yeah, I think it's just a really rewarding um, job that I have. And I don't think I'm like, I feel like I've made the right decision and it feels great. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Honestly, even being on the receiving end of the facials, like I feel like those are the the treat yourselves where you just like feel so awesome after. So I can't imagine what it feels like to be like the one giving those treatments to other people that must oh, feel yeah. like. And like the best is if they like fall asleep or, you know, they're like super Zen Mm -hmm. and that's like, honestly, the most rewarding feeling you can get as an esthetician. And it makes you continue your job and just like, you know, work harder and just wanting to get that feeling from every single person that sits in your chair. Totally. I can totally see that. I feel like I can pick at your brain about like a million and one things in relation to skincare, but I'll keep it to the things that I really, really wanted to talk to you about. So um, I know recently, so Rihanna, she had the Fenty, uh, Fenty Beauty. So now she has her Fenty skincare. And so I like to watch um, beauty vlogs on my spare time. And there was this one vlog that I saw where they were saying that in her marketing, she has um, a moisturizer that has SPF in it. Because um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, because for women of darker pigment, they were always misinformed that they didn't need SPF and that put them at a disadvantage. So I'm going to read this interview that she did and then she kind of explains it more. So she goes, growing up on an island, you're exposed to the sun every day. So you always thought that SPF was a tourist thing and especially not for black people. I have learned the hard way because over time, the sun wasn't that kind to my skin and my skin was not that resilient. So I started to have hyperpigmentation in certain areas. After learning the error of her ways, the bad gal began using skin sunscreen daily and included a pink tinted version made to work on all skin tones as one of her skincare line's first products. Whether it's hot or a gray winter cold day, those UV rays are always out, she said. I think the biggest misconception with SPF in particular is that black people don't need it. And as a woman of color, I am here to say that's a lie. We need it and we need it every day. So to be honest, I actually thought that was true for the longest part of my life. Like I never put SPF on my face. And like anytime someone would like say, oh, aren't you going to wear sunscreen or something? I'd be like, no, like I don't need it. My skin's dark. So what have your experiences? Yeah, like what have you experiences? Yeah, no, everyone thinks that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I obviously like I know now that's not true. But why like why do you think we like have this misconception and the disparities cross culturally about like skincare and how is that problematic overall? I just feel like I mean, being Indian for us, it was like, hey, the sunscreen is going to protect you from getting darker. 
but not one where we told it's going to protect you from skin cancer or the UVA, UVB rays that can cause DNA damage. So it's always about, I felt like it was always about color. And it, I feel like it kind of just happened over the years, like the generations. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to say that now sunscreen is in the last like probably four or five years, it's been taken more seriously. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more information on it. There's not a lot more scientific background on it. Um, there's a lot more options with it. I just feel like with media, especially, it's been, it's, it's just something important, more important now than it was before. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I honestly like, and to be honest, even after I learned about it, it actually still took me some time to even like start using it because I was still so confused because of how much the opposite was told to me growing up. So why do we need SPF? Yeah, so even if it's winter and it's raining and it's cloudy, the UV, like there's UVB rays and UVA rays. They're always shining. Um, I would say the UVB rays have more energy than UVA. Um, basically, what the what the rays do, it, it damages the skin's DNA, like directly. And then that can cause for some skin types, like skin type one, two, and three, you can be, you can get sunburns. Um, I've honestly never experienced a sunburn. Um, just because we are darker skin type and it hits us a little bit differently. So we get tanned easy because the sun hits our melanin and starts to produce more melanocytes. Melanocytes are um, responsible for the color in our skin. But for skin type 1, 2, and 3, it burns because they don't have as much melanin as we do. So if anything, the melanin in our skin protects us, but we have to protect it in order for it to protect us. Do you know what I mean? Got you. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's so yeah, that totally makes sense. And like another thing that I also remember is when those few times before. Okay, so I use SPF now daily. I'll put that out there. No. But before, when I used to like try to shop for SPF, one thing I did notice was that it wasn't very inclusive for darker skin. Like I would always get that white like cast and it would oh, yeah. always be like super white flakes. I found one that works for me now, but if you could give like some general tips for maybe like darker skin tones and trying to find a sunscreen, what would be some things to look out for in terms of like finding something that could work? Yeah. So you want to look into, so one thing you don't want in sunscreen is a chemical called oxybenzone. Mm. That is a, it disrupts your hormones like rapidly. So if you're using it every single day, you're asking for trouble. Um, Mm -hmm. When it comes to the types of sunscreens, it doesn't really necessarily have to be like directed to darker skin types. I feel like anyone can use products. It's just the, you just got to find the texture that you love and what sits underneath your makeup if you wear makeup or what sits on your skin right. And it also has to sit with your oil levels or your dryness or things like that. So there's a lot of trial and error. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of testing that you have to do or, you know, take home samples, whatever it is. Um, but you do got to find the sunscreen that works best for you. It does take time, but it's worth it in the end. Honestly, I tell all my clients this and all my guests at work, it's just going to benefit you in the long run. Although it's a small step right now that you think it's not going to do much, but it, I swear to you, it'll benefit you when you start to age or when you're aging. Um totally. Yeah, definitely. So uh, some of my favorite sunscreens are the Kula Primer. So the days I want to wear makeup, um, I would say I'm a, I'm a mix, like a combo skin type. My T-zone is quite, 
I wouldn't say it's oily, but it does get shiny throughout the day and then my cheeks are normal. Um, so I like to, when I would like to wear makeup, my favorite sunscreen is the Cooler Primer. It's SPF 30. Um, it honestly feels like a whipped texture. Like it feels like you're putting marshmallow, like not even like air on your face. It's so lightweight and it sits really well underneath makeup. It honestly, it probably gives you like a really dewy glow in the wintertime because it's hard to kind of get that feel with the dry months. Mm-hmm. So Kula SPF um, 30 daily primer is my top favorite. Nice. And then another one for like darker skin types or really any skin types, the Dr. Loretta SPF 40. It's an urban sunscreen. It protects from all the UVA, UVB rays, um, pollution, which is like a very like unheard of and also blue light and that's another thing that I feel like no one really takes care of when it comes to their skin blue light meaning like the light from your your phone your laptop your tv it's you're constantly you're constantly probably always on your phone or your laptop or your tv and that that light that's coming from that technology is hitting your face and it's doing not as bad as damage as UVA and UVB but it's still damaging your skin so you want to protect your skin from that as well yeah, you know, I heard about that recently too when I like bought my sunscreen and then when I saw it say on the label like um protects from how do you say it? UV uh, no, uh, like pollutant? Oh my god, this is so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, when it, when it said that, I was like, "Dang, I didn't know that. I really was just thinking of like the UV light and stuff like that." So yeah, no, I think that's like so important. Like we all need it. And oh, 100%. Yeah, I see like on any like skincare article, any kind of education piece, they're just like, use the damn SPF if anything. Yeah, yeah. Sun rays are quite dangerous. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, yeah, even now I notice like on the top of my cheeks, I have like sun damage and sunspots. So I was like, oh shit, need to, need to get on that. But yeah. <laughs> And then if if you like, you know, you're seeing some sunspots or you're like 35 seeing like all this pigmentation, it's harder to reverse that like Mm -hmm. pigmentation is deep into your dermis. So you have to go through a lot of treatments, chemical peels, microdermabrasion, microneedling, whatever it is, lasers to get that to a normal skin, um, I guess, tone. And it's going to cost a lot of money. So if you can go out and buy that $60 sunscreen every three to four months, you're going to save a lot. (laughs) Oh, that's such a good point, too. And I also remember, so, like, my grandma, she has the sunspots on her cheeks, too. And I remember hearing something so, like, now I think it was so silly. Like, I remember hearing something like, oh, yeah, it just runs in the family. Now that I think about it, I'm like, what? You mean the fact that we don't use SPF doesn't run in family? (laughs) (laughs) Not these sunspots on her face. Oh, my God, I've heard the same thing. Crazy, right? Yeah, it's so weird. So yeah, I I am taking this SPF thing more seriously. So I know it'll be useful in the long term. So I'm glad I did it. And also, another thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of like, discrepancy in skincare practices, and just like differences, is the difference between gender and skincare, because like, essentially, we all have skin that needs to be treated. But obviously there's such a big divide in terms of skincare so why do you think that happens yeah so if you look at uh, like a man's skin and a woman's skin and like if you look at it scientifically men have more sebaceous glands so they have more oil in their skin so Mm -hmm. they kind of 
gravitate towards products that have more of a purifying um, effect. And women always, I feel like we're always lacking like hydration or just certain little ingredients here and there. But men, for sure, they have a lot of more oil, hence why they don't age as fast as women, which is quite annoying. Um, they, yeah, so they have a lot of oil glands, which makes them more prone to acne. But also they are lucky because that um, they, they're not aging as fast as us. So yeah, I do. I believe when people are like, okay, why can't my boyfriend or my girlfriend use my cleanser or my serum? You can, but try to find your skin type and your skin conditions and all like kind of find your type of, yeah, like find your type of skin type, figure it out, know what your skin loves, and then look for products that will do that. Because not everyone has the same skin, right? So it's just, it, it really is, it, it depends on the person. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, I didn't know that before. That's so interesting. Yeah. And I know that um, just like conversations in my circle of people, I don't know if this like applies to everyone, but I know that there are like guys out there that they're obviously not into their skincare routine as much as some like women are so what would you say to those guys that like neglect their skincare routine but probably should be paying attention (laughs) it's gonna catch up to you (laughs) definitely yeah definitely gonna catch up um I mean my boyfriend he used to use like hand soap and I would literally cringe every time and it was um a very big mission just to kind of get him on a cleanser but I mean he's all for it now and you know, like, I'm probably going to be seeing his face every like for the rest of my life. So I'm like, I need to see a good face. (laughs) Totally. You know, it's crazy that now that you say that my doctor actually told me that, that, you know, you don't need to put so much money into your skincare, all you really need is soap and water. And (gasps) I was, um, I was 18 at the time so definitely like hormonal issues were showing up on my face and I was like really what do you mean so yeah that kind of threw me for a loop sorry like like dove like hand like what kind of soap he he I don't even know what he was like what he was suggesting specifically but he just said like just you know wash your face with some soap Okay, like there are facial soaps out there, which is fine. I don't think he was going there. I think he, yeah, he was just, <laughs> he was, yeah. And I'm like, body soap, no way. Like that is stripping your skin's oils to a T. Mm-hmm. So, I, I honestly wouldn't do that. But I mean, a doctor is a doctor, but. Uh, I know, that's why I was so confused. I'm like, you're a doctor. I'm so confused. <laughs> but yeah, that I, I don't follow that. Like I actually like doing my skincare stuff. I feel like at the in the morning it's just like a nice chunk of time to myself and then even the same thing like ending the day with time to yourself I feel oh, like yeah it's, uh, yeah it's the ritual that you have with yourself exactly like when I was younger I think I kind of associated people who like did this kind of stuff as just like so full of yourself but like no you're literally taking care of yourself and I think that's kind of like with a lot of things like people when they're not so receptive taking time to themselves they might see it as a negative way but I think once you kind of get into that routine it's like you get it you get why it happens oh yeah and I mean you only have one face so it's okay to take care of it it's okay to spend time on it it's okay to spend a little bit of money on it but like yeah you only have one face so I feel like everyone should take that and um, you know take really good care of it 
Exactly. So on that note, um, I wanted to ask you some questions that some of my followers have asked. So I guess this kind of ties into what we were just talking about if you wanted to add in some other things. So someone asked, how do I get my boyfriend to start a skincare routine? (laughs) I feel like us girls have all gone through this. Um, (laughs) I mean, every guy's different, but uh, I feel like if your guy watches like sports or whatever, he's like playing his video games, whatever it is, give him a facial, like wash his face or like let him lay down and watch his TV while you like you know, put a mask on them, exfoliate his face. They'll love it. They act like it's girly and they act like, no, that's, I'm not going to do that. But if you do it for them, they're going to be like, holy, my skin feels amazing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's how I got mine on it. I gave him a facial and he was like, what the hell? I've never felt my face feel so smooth. So I think personally getting like really, you know, like doing it on them because then they don't feel overwhelmed with all the products that you want to show them. You kind of do it for them and then they see the result and then they kind of get intrigued of like, oh, how did you do this? Or what was that smell? I want to know what that is. How do I use it? Mm-hmm. First start with doing giving them a little facial <laughs> and then slowly bring in like the basics. So bring in a cleanser, bring in a moisturizer. That's literally a basic thing to do. And then once they start loving that, because I know they will, that's when you have to get them on an SPF. (laughs) Nice. Yes. You've got to tie in that SPF in there. And if you can find a moisturizer that has an SPF, you're winning. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Cool. So the next question, um, do I need to have a lot of steps in my skincare routine? No, not at all. I mean, this kind of ties back to the ritual of your morning and night. Um, Some people like the 10 step skincare routine. Some people don't. And in the mornings, to be honest, I don't really have that much time to sit there and do the 12 step Korean skincare. So yeah, no, you don't need a lot lot of steps in your skincare. Nice. Yeah, I think that's true too. I think it really, yeah, it's like you said before, it's a very individualistic thing and it just depends on what your needs are and stuff. Yeah, like do your cleanse, do your type of treatment serum, do your moisturizer and SPF and then you're out the door. That should probably take you like four minutes in the day. Um, Nice. And then nighttime, that's when you can go a little bit more deeper into your skincare. Yes. So that actually ties into the next question. So what's the difference between an AM and PM skincare routine? That's a really good question. Um, So I would say a daytime skincare routine, it aims to protect your skin when you're out and about. So vitamin C throughout the day will be your best friend. And then at nighttime, your skincare routine should focus on repairing and rejuvenating your skin. So an example of that would be like your um, retinol or your, you know, like your active ingredients, just because they have all that time in the PM to kind of sit in their sit in the skin without being, um, you know, bugged by external factors like pollution, air quality, things like that. They have all that time to do their magic, work their job into your skin. And then in the morning is when you would wash that off. Awesome. Cool. So let's see the next question. So this one's like a specific one. How to improve textured skin? Ooh, I like that question because I feel like a lot of my clients and guests have that problem. And I I did too at a point. Um, Do you want to talk like ingredients or do you want to talk treatments? Um, I mean, if you have time for both. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So in my opinion, I feel like to improve skin texture, you gotta exfoliate. Um, cause 
the reason why you have that textured skin is the buildup of dead skin cells. So if you're not exfoliating, you're allowing that skin debris and dead skin to just build up. And that's when you get that texture. And then that's when that texture turns into like a little pore or a blemish or like a active cystic acne. So you really got to exfoliate. And if you're going into like treatments, really good treatments for textured skin are dermaplaning. That's pretty good. Um, I would go a little bit deeper into like the chemical peels and um, microneedling and lasers if it's really bad. But I mean, I feel like you should start off small and then kind of work your way up if you really need to. Yeah, you know, I actually tried the needling thing recently and um, I want to give away for a facial. And then she's like, I'm going to do the because my skin's pretty congested. And she tried the needling thing and I was like, what the heck like you're not gonna put needles into my face and she's like no 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 it's not actually like needles but yeah no it wasn't painful at all it was actually really cool and I did like it a lot it was good. <laughs> I do are you talking about microneedling yeah yeah that's yeah, the one to go like all-time favorite skin treatment if you want to know what why like like that's my go-to when it comes to everything skin um mm. it treats pigmentation treats fine lines and wrinkles treats pore size um, it's just an overall really good treatment to do. You might need like a day, a half a day off the next day or like that same day, but it's totally worth it. Yes, I 100% agree. So the next question, favorite products slash practices for stubborn hyperpigmentation? Okay, so product wise, that's so hard because I love all products. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say... Ooh, that's hard. The skin SkinCeuticals Vitamin C, the ferulic acid. That one's really good. Um, it's a little bit pricey, but it's worth it. Um, but alternatives to that are Audacity has a really good pig- hyperpigmentation treatment serum. So the ingredients in that are just literally it's um, papaya enzymes and um, uh, geranium. So papaya enzymes are exfoliating and the geranium is antiseptic and nourishing. So you're not, um, I guess you're not like stripping your skin. You're still keeping it nourished, but it's also going deeper into the dermis to kind of break apart the melanocytes. Ooh, I like it. And when I hear the word papaya, I'm like, yes. Oh, and it smells, oh my God, it smells so good. (laughs) Oh, awesome. And then we have one more question. Who are your favorite skincare gurus? Ooh, Susan Yara would be my go to like skincare guru she's not she's not like she kind of does like makeup and skincare but I fell in love with her skincare reviews and how she like she kind of critiques celebrity skincare which is so interesting to listen to Mm -hmm. Um, but she's like a mom and she like went through a pregnancy with her skin and you know like I I know that I know a lot of moms in my life and I kind of refer back to like her way of doing things and what she excluded and things like that so Susan Yara is definitely my favorite skincare guru. And then the next one would be um, Dr. Whitney Bow. She is a dermatologist, but she talks about the microbiome. So it's a lot more internal of how skin gets affected. And I think that's very important because everything that you put into your skin, sorry, everything you put onto your skin goes into your body. Oh, nice. I'm going to check that out. That's so true. I feel like there needs to be more like on an individual level, we need to be researching more and investigating our internal practices. Cause like whatever we, like you said, whatever we do inside is going to show up on our face. And I feel like, yeah, like the skincare products are great, but like, I think the internal stuff is like oh, just internal as beauty is it's key. 
like even the food that we eat, there's sometimes there's hormones added into them or Mm -hmm. there's certain things that you really got to take care of in your food routine. Like some people can't eat gluten or sugar or whatever it is. It really shows up on your face. And there's a really cool thing that you can find online called um, face mapping. And I mean, even Dr. Whitney Bow talks about that. And the book that you need to read is called The Beauty of Dirty Skin. I probably read it like four times and I I'm, I won't get sick of it. <laughs> Ooh, the beauty of dirty skin. I'm writing that down as we speak. Beauty of dirty skin. Yes, I'm totally reading that. So those were the questions from the followers. So to wrap this up, I have a check-in question for you. And that is, how would you describe today's young culture? It's interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I would describe our young culture as very go, 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 but yet very chill at the same time. Like, I don't know how to really put that into words, but yeah, like very artistic because everyone's trying to find themselves. Everyone's trying to, you know, make the next big thing, but they're also very chill about it, especially in Vancouver. Everyone's always trying to, you know, help out and you know, put their helping hand to whatever they're creating and kind of collaborating with each other. And I think that's great. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of go, 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 but very chill. And it also depends on where in the world you are. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I agree. I think especially like um, in like North American culture, we've kind of curated that, like you said, like that balance of like calm, but like hustle at the same time. Yeah. Like your mind, you got to have a peace of mind, but you also got to make your money too. So Ooh, I like that. That sounds, yeah, no, that's, that's definitely <laughs> it. So where can people find you if they want to know more about what you do? And like that, I know you have a lot of good information posts. So if you can tell the listeners where to go. Yeah, for sure. So I have my personal page where I kind of just, I do share a lot of skin tips on that. I, I think I kind of started that off with my personal page. And then I thought I should just kind of not post it on my personal page and make something a little bit more just focus on skin. So I do have an Instagram page um, called Gare Skincare. I, I honestly just started it. Um, but I do post a lot of good tips on there. So it's gares.skincare, G-A-R-E-S dot skincare. And yeah, that's where you would find all my info. And then if you want to know a little bit more, just shoot me a DM and I can tell you whatever you need to know or want to know. Yes, like I was saying earlier, Gerica is awesome when it comes to giving information about skincare. She's the best. <laughs> oh, I'm honestly, like it's definitely my passion and I, I'm there for you when you need me. <laughs> I love it. And thanks for coming in and telling us more about skincare. I feel like I learned something new today. Like I didn't know about the differences between men and women's skin. So that was pretty cool to learn. So I'm glad you came and taught us some new stuff today. Oh, thank you. Well, thanks for having me on here. No problem. And thanks for everyone for listening. If you get a chance, check out my Instagram at Young Culture Podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.